it is so nice to be here and um I just met you this morning. Yeah. Angelica. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason. Yes. And uh, we're in this beautiful place, Culture of Life Ministries, mm-hmm. which is where I also give my services to help women um, and couples. Women that have not been able to to conceive or that are having issues with their menstrual cycles. And I'm so happy that Angelica is in the health uh, community. She's a health professional as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she is a beautiful young lady. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, well, I, um, well, I'm a, um, a medical assistant student. Mm-hmm. I'm done in January. Um, and my goal is to become an RN, so I'll be in an LVN program after that. I have a stepson. Yes. Um, that I love so much. I just got married in June. Ah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and something that's really interesting about us meeting is that I actually um, have been told that I can't have kids. Oh, they told you that? Yes. I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. And they told you you can't have babies yeah. because of that? Well, yeah. I haven't had a period in a really long time. So before I got diagnosed, I'd gone years without not having one. Mm-hmm. And um, since June, I haven't had one. So there's a lot of things. So when I, when my first OBGYN sat me down, she's like, um, we can do an A count for you, but your chances are just my, my levels just weren't where she wanted them to be at and everything. And Can you tell us what this means, this count that she wanted to do? She wanted to count the amount of eggs that I had within mm-hmm. within me. You're very young. Yeah, I was 17 when she told when me she this. When she did that. Okay. Yeah, and I had gotten my first period when I was like 13, mm-hmm. 12, 13. And then it was super irregular. But, you know, you go to the doctor and he tells you it's fine. You're a teenager. Your hormones are out of whack. It's okay. Uh-huh. And, you know, my parents didn't know any better. So then I would go, I was 16, 17, and I didn't have a period for almost two years. And my mom was like, this isn't right. We need to take you to go see an OBGYN. And okay. she got me tested. And it was a long process. And she was like, you know, you want to look into other avenues when it comes time to having a baby either in vitro or adoption, all of these other things we can, it was, yeah. You were 17 when she told you that. Because your reserve of uh, eggs was very low already. Mm -hmm. So would that mean that uh, you were gonna have early menopause? I I don't know. I kind of just blinked out and I haven't, um, I haven't been back to a doctor. I've been to a doctor. For other things, but like not to an OBGYN, and I haven't. Well, yeah, I haven't been back to an OBGYN to get myself looked at in a mm-hmm. long time. So you're having irregular cycles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're still having them. No, I haven't had a period in um a couple months. Six, couple seven of months, months. Six, seven months. Yeah. You know, there's many issues that sometimes can be the cause of that, mm-hmm. and. Um, the, the way a doctor can help you that is uh, trained on this uh, medical fertility mm-hmm. has to do uh, with the nature of the body and, and preserving fertility without having to resource to what that doctor has yeah. told you. Yeah, I know. It was super... What do you think when she told you that? Well, I was 17 and I never wanted kids. I mean, who was going to think at 17, right? Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, you go through the emotional turmoil of like being told you can't ever have kids. And then I, I was 20, 
one when I moved to Canada and I, you know, it was super eye opening that, you know, that was something that I wanted in my life was kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, um, thankfully, like I married my husband who has a son already. So mm-hmm. it's, he's been an added blessing in my life that, you know, I didn't have to have him inside of my tummy, but, um, I love him like I did. It's so wonderful to be it a is. mother, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it changes your perspective on everything. So, yes. um, we always talk about, you know, if in the future that we do want to have kids, like how to go about it and Mm -hmm. whether adoption is an option, things like that. So, Yeah, that is a wonderful thing. You know, I remember the words of uh, Pope John Paul II mentioning that um, for couples, families that have not been able to have their own children, Mm -hmm. there is those babies that they can adopt. They can be their own. But, you know, what you're telling me, I have heard so many things about by couples or women that the doctors told them you can't have babies. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember so dearly this case. It was about seven years ago about a couple that they had been married for 13 years and they could never get pregnant. Oh, wow. So different reasons uh, that they have given them. So what I teach is the Billings ovulation method, which mm-hmm. is centered on the woman's fertility and ovulation. And mm-hmm. even if ovulation doesn't happen every month yeah, or frequently, uh, when there is certain conditions in the body like PCOS, polycystic mm-hmm. ovarian syndrome, uh, sometimes ovulation happens, but it's mm-hmm. not frequent. Yeah. So when the woman knows and it is, uh, she learns about her body mm-hmm. and she will be able to detect when she's, yeah. Really, in the peak of her fertility, conception happens. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, medications are needed, mm-hmm. monitored by a doctor, of course. Mm-hmm. So, But anyways, coming back to this couple, they were told that they were not going to have babies. So uh, they started learning all of this method, which is very, very simple. Mm-hmm. In this case, she was having monthly bleedings, mm-hmm. but she didn't have signs of ovulation, oh, okay. which according to the Billings ovulation method, uh, we detect that through the cervical mucus that is present mm-hmm. throughout the menstrual cycle. And uh, she learned to identify signs of fertility oh, that okay. were not too clear. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But she, she had them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we give uh, specialized uh, recommendations for couples according to the, mm-hmm. the situation, either low fertility on the man or low fertility on the woman. And in this case, uh, I refer them to a doctor so she could be prescribed uh, supplements. Mm-hmm. Since I'm not a, a doctor, I'm yeah. not a medical provider, I cannot prescribe, but even supplements is very important that, yeah. you know, that the, a doctor is monitoring yeah. them. So she started taking different things and uh, she changed a little bit some of her routines on her mm-hmm. daily life. Three months later, she got pregnant. Oh, wow. And it had been 13 years. Wow. And this is a couple that was told, you're not going to have babies because of what condition that she had. She, uh, when I saw her, they diagnosed her with a condition, uh, a medical condition. Okay. But she, they conceived. Wow. A beautiful baby. That's amazing. Yes. Uh, So, you know, when I... um, meet for the first time with ladies like you mm-hmm. um, you know the first thing we do is just to take a uh, like health history mm-hmm. and since right now we are in the clinic you know with the doctor and a medical provider a- area uh, 
then all of this is referred to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And when we're not in this setting on a clinic, because I have my office separate also, and and couples and women come and see me there, um, I work with your your doctors. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't even have to... To come in. To... uh, Sometimes couples don't even need supplements or medicine. Oh, okay. And pregnancies happen. Yeah. Oh, wow. What do you think about it? I think it's... Everything happens for a reason. Uh, you can't believe in a higher power and not, you know, think that he's going to... That's how I always believe. If I'm meant to have a baby naturally, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, what you said, yes, you're meant to have a baby naturally. You know, uh, there is a lot of stress when... Uh, I'm sorry that you were told that. That you were not gonna have babies because can, how can somebody says you're not? <laughs> I know, especially yeah. with not good medical investigation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I completely agree. And then the biggest thing is that people always want to stick you on the pill. Here's birth control; it's gonna fix you all up inside. And it birth control, yeah, the pill. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know, um, it saddens me that. Um, there is some pr- medical professionals that without doing any medical investigations, they give you the pill. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to fix you. Yep. What is what the pill going to do? The pill is going to force a woman to have a monthly bleeding. Mm-hmm. But the pill is to cease ovulation, to stop ovulation. So if a woman is having infrequent ovulations, yeah, the pill is just going to mimic a menstruation because it's not a menstruation what a woman has. Yeah. It's a hormonal withdrawal of all of the hormones yeah. that she was pol- polluting her body with. Yeah, and I I was on it um, a while before I got married, and I did not like the way I felt. How did you feel? Uh, like, very irritable. Uh-huh. Like, um, I didn't have a sex drive. Like right. That was one of the biggest yes. things. And... Um, you know, it, I think the irritableness was just the biggest thing. It made me emotional mm-hmm. in such a erratic way that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I lived in Canada, I went and did some work with my church, and mm-hmm. I had a lot of women that told me, like, oh, when I first got married, I got on the pill, and it just made me this completely different woman. And it was so normalized that you get on the pill and you get crazy. And I was like, why is that okay? Why are we as women saying it's okay that my husband thinks that I was crazy while I was on the pill? It's like, that's not okay. I don't want that. So I stopped taking it. I was like, I, it made me sick too. Like, it was more mentally that I got sick, but like, I just didn't want to get out of bed. Right. I didn't want to go. I missed a week of work at one point in time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to stop taking this. Mm-hmm. And that's when, that's finally towards the end is when I got sick is because I stopped taking it. And yes. I was like, ugh. Maybe like withdrawals of it. I don't know if that's a real thing, but it was just like, this isn't good for me. I need to stop taking it. Well, you know, the pill affects women in different ways. Mm-hmm. But what you said a while ago is so interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, why to settle down and say, well, it's okay. Everybody else is having the same side effects. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine. I mean, yeah. I really think, I really believe that it takes your womanhood away. Yeah. And then you become a different person mm-hmm. to not only your partner, your husband, but to the people around you. Yep. Yeah. So this is a reality for a lot of women. And they don't know any better. That's the thing. Uh-huh. Is that these women that I would sit around with and commune, you know, we'd share the word of God and all these things. And then they, you know, we talk about the personalized. But then it's okay that you're 
that you were crazy or you were not you for, you know, three months before you decided to have a baby. And we as a society of women are just like, yeah, that's, my mom went through that. That's okay. My sister went through that. Like, instead of being like, you know, that's not, you don't have to feel like that. Right. You know, there's other methods, but it's, it goes back to what you said earlier, how there's like Catholics that were still using the pill, even though that's something that the religion so highly was against. It was so normalized. Yes. Let's do this because it's easier than all these other methods of being safe, you know? Yes. Uh, we were talking about Humana Vitae and uh, when it came out 50 years ago, it was mm-hmm. a response to the widely use of the pill, yeah. even by, by us Catholics. And by the Catholic community, well, we believe that contraception is not to be used. And at that time, it was the pill. Mm-hmm. And why? Because it creates a separation from man and woman. God mm-hmm. had so lovingly created us to yep. be yeah. totally one, united with him in mm-hmm. the marital embrace. Yeah. So when we take fertility away from either him or her, yeah. fertility is like we're not a complete person. So mm-hmm. how can we be one and with God if we're not a complete person? Yeah. No, I agree completely. And, and also... Uh, but, but it is, I think, uh, in my experience, I think it is fear mm-hmm. well, how, or lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge is a, probably the biggest. We were talking about that the other day that just after you get out of high school, mm-hmm. there's no more education about your body and who you are and uh, what's next, really? you know? Yes. Like, no one tells you that when you become sexually active, you need to go get a pap smear. Mm-hmm. No one tells you that, you know, you don't have to be on birth control. Yeah, that's that's right. not the thing that you, you know, my sister um, is younger than me and she's been on birth control since she's, I don't know, been 16, 17 years old. But, you know, there's no other option in her mind. Well, uh, there is other options. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> no, yes. And uh, and you're right. You know, we're growing up, girls are growing up and, and uh, the only thing that they have that is being promoted is contraceptives, mm-hmm. usually the pill. Yeah. Did you know that um, there has been studies done a couple of years ago, uh, there was a study that was going on for, for several years, that uh, women that use the pill have more tendency to be uh, diagnosed with some kind of anxiety or depression really? wow. disorder or to be taking medication for these conditions. Wow. And it is highly, it's higher on younger the girl is, teenage years. Wow. That's interesting. And and there was a discussion about, you know, different groups say different things. Of course, us, that we promote the natural womanhood mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, that uh, woman is, is wonderfully made and we're supposed to be preserving all of that uh, uh-huh. uh, awareness and self of, of womanhood. And, and there's some groups that will, you know, it says, well, it's a slight increase, mm-hmm. a slight increase on, yeah. on those conditions. Well, but it is there. Yeah. And, and what you say a while ago, mm-hmm. the ladies that you were yeah. interacting with were going through this, mm-hmm. even yourself. Yeah. You just don't know any better. You don't, there's no one there to tell you, like, there's no one like you. There's not enough of yous in the world to go around and be like, there's this, this is the different, this is the best thing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because so many times we get away, f- especially in medicine, we get away from our body and our spirits mm-hmm. have to be in harmony for anything to work. Yes. So if we're not in harmony there, how do we expect to get better? How do we expect to have a child? Yes. Like, all of that stuff goes 
correlates together. So it's when you come into the picture and you're like, you know, let's take away the pill. Let's do supplements. Let's do X, Y, and Z to help your body. Mm-hmm. It really changes the game completely. Mm-hmm. Like it just changed. We've only been sitting here for a few minutes and it's just already changed my viewpoint on it all. <laughs> like it does. Like I I was just talking a couple months ago about how I was like, oh, like I should probably get back on the pill, like uh-huh. regulate some stuff. And I'm like, no, like that's not. Is that your door? No. Uh-huh. Um, well, no. Um, you know, what, uh, what I do is um, to teach girls about how is that our body is giving us signs mm-hmm. through the menstrual cycle. And, you know, it's not only about the gynecological issues that a woman might have with a teenage girl. It's about other parts of the body that might. Mm-hmm. Okay. In other words, ovulation is a sign of health. Mm-hmm. If ovulation is not happening regularly, yeah. especially on a young woman, mm-hmm. on a young girl, there's something is is yeah. off, mm-hmm. and and there has to be medical investigations to find out what is it. Mm-hmm. So usually the doctors what they give is the pill, mm-hmm. without medical investigation. So our approach is to the woman, uh, the girl, the the teenager, or the woman starts what we call charting, charting her fertility signals. Mm-hmm. So there will be the biomarkers of her hormones yeah and then this charting is going to let us know what might be off in her body mm. and then medical investigations are uh, are necessary sometimes mm-hmm. and the results most of the time i mean it can be an issue with the thyroid gland yeah the thyroid is, is something that it can suppress your fertility for example mm-hmm. yeah and, you know we had some uh, girls, ladies diagnosed with issues like this, and then proper medical uh, treatment is given, mm-hmm. and then ovulation is a natural occurrence yeah. without having to resource to the pill. Mm-hmm. And then for those ladies that uh, desire to have a baby, babies have been possible mm-hmm. just by oh, yeah. changing the doses of medication sometimes. Wow. And how do we know this? Because you, a woman, are so part of this because mm-hmm. you are providing all the fertility signals yeah. or infertility signals to the menstrual cycle mm-hmm. that would be also a tool for mm-hmm. medical investigations and medical treatment mm-hmm. what do you think i think that that's you're right it's i'm just thinking back on the many times where i've sat down with like an ob obgen doctor or anyone for that fact and had this conversation and it's just very the standard questions mm-hmm. okay well when was your last period Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Well, we're gonna prescribe you this, mm-hmm. and that's it. When inside of me, I'm like, well, that's not it. That's you know, there's so many other things going on. Whenever I would tell a doctor, well, I haven't had a period in X amount of months, okay. like they're like, oh, okay. Well, let me go ahead and give you this pill, that pill, and it's like, okay, but you know, that's not the only thing that's going on with me down there. Like, you know. When I was on the pill, like, not being able to, my sex drive, not being where it was at before. Like, those are things that, you know, the doctor wasn't concerned about. It was like, well, let me give you a period. Here you go. Yeah. And like I was saying, just a bleeding is usually Mm -hmm. not a period. You know, sometimes we have couples coming to see us precisely because of that. Mm -hmm. I remember clearly this this, uh, wonderful young couple that came and uh, she... Um, she was not interested on her husband anymore. Mm-hmm. And the husband wasn't interested on her either. Oh, wow. But she knew. She said, it's be- since I started taking the pill. Mm-hmm. Because she said before, we weren't doing that. Yeah. And then my whole being changed after that. Yeah. 
Wow. So it's like, you know, there's no need to go through that. Mm-hmm. It's just education. Yes. Education. And I think especially amongst our community as a whole, as um, Latin American people, like we're not, we're not the most educated in alternatives, mm-hmm. you know? Um, we're not the most educated that there's something else out there. Mm-hmm. Like my mom was a teen mom. Yes. Her biggest goal was that none of us became teen moms. Mm-hmm. But, you know, educating it in such a way that, you know, don't have sex. Like there was, it was just wasn't, it was different, mm-hmm. you know. And now looking back at that, like as a culture, sometimes we forget that, you know, we can educate differently than being so like, let me go put her on the pill so she doesn't end up knocked up at 16 kind of thing. And it's like, no, it doesn't always need to be like that. So, Yeah, sometimes we, um, a society might think that having a young girl, a teenage girl on the pill will solve everything. Mm-hmm. But it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's placing risks on herself and, mm-hmm. on, and on society as well. Yeah. I mean, just to think that the majority of teenage girls don't even uh, really take the pill the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that can just... So many, many more things can happen because of that, mm-hmm. including unexpected pregnancies and yeah. then fears and then um, decisions that I may regret yeah. later on. Mm-hmm. Right? Very true. Yeah. Now, think about it. Uh, the body of a teenage girl is still developing. Mm-hmm. Also, of course, her reproductive system. Yeah. It's not optimal yet. So we start introducing all of these things on the body, all mm-hmm. of these powerful hormones that might change uh, the way she's supposed to fully develop. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember clearly um, this lady that she was a teenager and she was put on the pill because of acne. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and she said it was very, really severe and she was very, you know, had a lot of issues with it yeah. and all of that. So she was on this pill for about 10 years. Oh, wow. So when she's, she's about 25, she gets married. And what does she do? Is doing? She's teaching the pill because I want a baby. A year passed and no babies. Mm-hmm. So in this case, the pill had damaged her system. Wow. In a way that it was, uh, uh, you know, fertility stigmas were not there that are very essential for aiding on fertilization to transport the male cells and all of that, which is the cervical mucus and, and many other things. So in this case, um, she went through different supplements and uh, she had to resource to some medications prescribed by a gynecologist mm-hmm. to help her ovulate. And then uh, with the knowledge of her body through the Williams ovulation method in correlation with the medical treatment and your, we create like it's a beautiful communication between the doctor, the woman and us. Yeah. So everything is integrated. You are not just left there like, okay, do this, do that, do that, and you don't know what's going on. Uh So in this case, the woman becomes, is part of this healing of, physical healing of the body. And uh, so at the end, she she did become pregnant. Wow, that's so beautiful. And uh, this baby is now like seven years old or so, or eight. That's precious. But you know, uh, sometimes they say nothing happened. You take the pill, you take this, and but sometimes it affects fertility. Mm-hmm. Women might be ovulating, and sometimes women stop producing the mucus that is essential for fertility, for mm-hmm. fertilization. 
because of side effects of yeah, the pill or the hormones. Mm-hmm. So wow. um, I I just think you know um, that has been enough. That <sighs> girls are amazing. Womanhood is to be celebrated, mm-hmm. not to be suppressed. I agree. And what a most wonderful way of doing this that really know how is how your body works, how it was created, mm-hmm. and the possibilities that you have, uh, you know, to preserve this wonderful creation by really caring for the body that mm-hmm. God gave you. Yeah, that's it. It's understanding that we we are not just us. That this isn't you know, we weren't just placed here for whatever to be alone I guess is the biggest thing and like someone cared so much to design every inch of your body the way that he Mm -hmm. wanted it Mm -hmm. and knowing that when we trust that and trust in him and listen to our bodies all things will work out when we don't fight it right Mm -hmm. when we acknowledge it and cherish it yeah you know just to think that when we were in our mother's womb Mm-hmm. All of the possibilities that will one day become our eggs yeah. were there. Yeah. And then we get to mm-hmm. young age and we want to suppress all of yep. that. That's not <laughs> yeah. it. No, very true. So, you know, I would love to, um, uh, if anybody, you know, that is having an issue with their menstrual cycles or they have been told you are not going to be able to have babies or anything, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here. Uh, here in Calm uh, Health Ministries, I'm here every second and fourth Thursday of the month, and uh, just call and make an appointment. And there's doctors here, medical personnel that are wonderful, and uh, we were able to be of service to you. This is mm-hmm. what we're here for. So yeah. let us know, send us a text, call us, <laughs> and um, it is pretty much the labor of my life. To be uh, doing this, educating girls and couples about their fertility, their, their gift that life is itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, collaborating with doctors for uh, for the diagnosis and medical treatment that, you know, I just want to also mention uh, with couples that are facing low fertility or that are having issues that are not able to conceive, um, Sometimes the couples won't be able to conceive, but at least they will know what is it. Yeah, stop wondering. Exactly. At least have an answer. And in in uh, about thirty percent or so of the cases, when it is uh, because of irregular ovulation or infrequent ovulation or issues with ovulation, uh, the girl, the woman, will be able to to feel better. Mm-hmm about her body and knowing what is happening and knowing that, okay, I'm getting the right treatment and I'm being exposed to side effects of hormones Mm -hmm. or I have to use devices that I really want to. Yeah. They can cause abortions as well, like Mm -hmm. the IUD, for example. Mm -hmm. And um, the majority of the couples that we have seen have, by the grace of God, been able to conceive, but sometimes not. Mm -hmm. And only God knows that. Yeah. You know, I also sometimes see women that they have lost a baby, a pregnancy at the early stages. Mm -hmm. And they have never been told that they're a mother already. Oh, wow. I just talked to somebody a week ago, a couple, a beautiful couple. Yeah. They had suffered a couple of losses. Several babies have died in the womb at Mm. a few weeks of uh, life. 
and it was at that moment when I was talking to them that I told them, but you are a mother, you are a father yeah. already, you have babies. Mm-hmm. So she started crying. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and uh, we cried together because that moment she realized that it was true, that she had mm-hmm. been already a mother. Yeah. And, and the doctors don't say that to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a baby. It was babies mm-hmm. that uh, God, for some reason, had a, their life, their time this earth is determined by him for the reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to... Angelica, uh, it's been a wonderful conversation it with has, you. It has. Thank you for telling me, telling us all of these that you have witnessed and the way you feel. <laughs> and you being a young woman is so very important. Thank you. Thank you for your platform and all that you do. It's amazing to teach women that, you know, your body isn't a scary thing. Mm-hmm. That it's okay to know your body and what's happening. Like, that's that's an amazing work. And it takes a strong person to do that. So thank you. Yes, thank you also, and uh, we're always, uh, you know, um, my labor is also to share this with more people, especially Mm -hmm. medical professionals like you, Mm -hmm. so, you know, uh, the more people that is doing this, it's better, because it will be able to take this message even further away for more people, Mm -hmm. so we're here at your service, you are also interested on learning more about it, and you're thinking, oh, I'm a medical professional, or even if you're not a medical professional, that you would like to learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. We can teach you. We can train you. We can teach you. And uh, we're part of a very big association mm-hmm. that is in over 100 countries in the world. It's beautiful. Scientifically based and um, um, validated even by the World Health Organization. So uh, let us know. And it's been a pleasure to talk to you again in <laughs> Nuestro Diario Caminar. Angélica, gracias. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.